thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a study from John Hopkins Medicine suggests that kids exposed to dogs prior to the age of 12 were significantly less likely, as much as 24%, to develop schizophrenia later in life. Robert Yolkin, MD, Chair of the Stanley Division of Pediatric Neurovirology and Professor of Neurovirology in Pediatrics at the John Hopkins Children's Centre and the lead author of the paper, says that serious psychiatric disorders have been associated with alterations in the immune system linked to environmental exposures in early life. And since household pets are often among the first things which children have close contact, it was logical for us to explore the possibilities of a connection between the two. There are several plausible explanations for this possible protective effect from contact with dogs. Perhaps something in the canine microbiome that gets passed on to humans and bolsters the immune system against or subdues a genetic predisposition to schizophrenia. The study looked at kids exposed to cats and dogs in their first 12 years of life and looked at their risk of developing schizophrenia or bipolar disorder later in life. There was no significant link between animals and bipolar disorder and dogs, but not cats, seemed to decrease the risk of schizophrenia. Researchers stressed that more research is needed to confirm both the links and find the mechanisms. However, previous studies have identified early life exposures to pet, cats and dogs as environmental factors that may alter immune system through various means, including allergic responses, contact with animal, bacteria and viruses, changes in the home's microbiome, and pet-induced stress reduction effects on the human brain chemistry. Yolkin went on to say that the largest apparent protective effect was found for children who had a household pet dog at birth or were first exposed after birth but before the age of three. And that a better understanding of the mechanisms underlying the associations between pet exposure and psychiatric disorders would allow us to develop appropriate prevention and treatment strategies. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that whilst it is a retrospective questionnaire, the recall on this is likely to be good. I mean, people are likely to remember if they had a pet when they were younger and roughly what age they were when they had the pet. But it's also important to remember that it is just one study and it is only small. So whilst these might seem like very important findings and and very high numbers, it's worth remembering it's just one small piece of science in a breadth of science on this particular topic. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this in the near future. Hopefully more studies are done on this. Having said that, I always find it interesting when we talk about appropriate prevention and treatment strategies for something like this. I mean, it, it just seems like such a common sense approach and, and really it fits in with a wealth of other studies suggesting beneficial links that having a connection with nature, whether it's flora or fauna, having a connection with living things and having connection with the outside world seems to be beneficial for our health. And once again, it, it really does just make, seem to make sense that that is the case. And It also seems to me that that doesn't need to be seen as particularly a prevention or a treatment. You know, it's just something that we should be doing in order to maintain our health, not waiting until it's causing adverse health outcomes before we decide that getting exposed to nature, getting exposed to living things, getting exposed to plants and animals in the outside world might be a good idea for our bodies. So my advice is don't be so precious about the outdoors or indeed about germs. Sure, cleanliness is important, but germs are important too. Be careful of what you're doing to kill off these germs artificially in your home, whether that's with chemicals or cleaners or 
all sorts of other sprays around your home. You know, look after the microbiome of your body. Look after perhaps even the microbiome of your animals because they may just be really important for your health. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.